This podcast is for mature audiences only. The topics and views discussed are opinions based on personal experience and may change. Some names have been changed or otherwise altered to protect privacy. We do not own or otherwise possess any rights to any of the music played or mentioned during recordings. Hey guys, welcome back to Taboo Tuesday. We are here again with Tiffany, my roomie. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? It's overrated. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's that's my first thought that comes into my head. Mine too. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna have to say that like. <sighs> I feel like if you're waiting for Valentine's Day to treat your significant other like they really truly matter and how they should be treated every single day, you're not relationshiping right. No, I mean, the only thing I do that's even sort of special for Valentine's Day is I buy a new, buy new lingerie for that day because it's on sale. Well, I mean, like, there's there's a difference between, like, a little bit of extra fun time. And I mean, like, I get it when you're a parent and, like, you've been married for 20 years. That one extra special day of the year is okay. And I've, for a lot of people, that's enough. But for yeah. me personally, I know that I need daily maintenance as far as emotional maintenance, if you will. Yeah. And neglecting me on any level for 364 days of the year, or I'll even I'll even say 360 days because there's Valentine's Day, sweetest day, anniversaries, yeah. birthdays, whatever. But if the majority of the year you're more or less neglecting my emotional needs, and then you turn around on freaking valentine's day and want to do something special to show me you love me eat it okay i don't want your chocolate i don't want your flowers you want to give me a special coupon for like like those coupon books i think that's the cutest thing ever because they can be used all year long and it's like one free back massage one free foot massage one free breakfast in bed one free like worship sex whatever you want to put on there you can make it as as sexy or emotionally comforting as you want but like i'm not a big fan of valentine's day personally it's i just see it as it's kind of, like i see christmas now it's commercialized it's right and the only reason i bring it up is because valentine's day is this friday god i didn't even think about that yeah. it's this friday yeah yeah. That's why the school had a Valentine's Day dance last Friday. <laughs> so, um, I feel like a dumbass, but if you are participating in Valentine's Day, there are a few things that Tiffany and I have discussed that may be helpful. Um, if you are in a relationship with, or if you are in a relationship and have any 
level of mental health struggles. Now, right at this moment, I'm going to take the time to spell it out that we are speaking as consenting adults. Yes. We're not condoning, um, you know... Anything not consensual. You know, we're, we're, we're not. We're not condoning non-consensual or even. I'll even say teenage sexcapades, if you will. Um, I understand teenagers are sexual beings. I know I was. I wasn't allowed to be. So I wasn't allowed to be, but I was, and. I, I'm not saying whether or not that's right or wrong. I'm simply stating that this particular podcast is being recorded as consensual, consensual adults. So always remember protection, obviously, whether it's birth control or it's condoms, pull out method doesn't work. And oh I mean, like, I mean, like, there's, especially if you haven't been in a committed, long term, serious relationship where both sides, you just never know. Always, yeah. always, always make sure you are taking care of yourself, especially when it comes to your sexual health, especially if you have mental health issues. Yeah. So I, I mean, like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I have, I will never even try to say that I am, but it is, in my opinion, common sense that we should be protecting ourselves. Okay. I mean, I think that that point has been brought across and probably sunk in for most of us, but always, always, always take care of yourself. Now, we're going to get into the emotional side of the sex also <laughs> like <clears throat> recently i had um surgery in my abdominal region that affected my pelvic floor i have not been allowed to have sex for i think it's been nine weeks it's been nine weeks now does that mean four more weeks Ish. Three, three, four weeks before I'm even allowed. So I don't even get to have sex on Valentine's Day. I'm really kind of hoping that, like, we do something that's sexual mm -hmm. because both of us are dying, <laughs> dying right now. And the thing is, is we're not even dying for the sex because don't get me wrong. Like, we have great sex and mm -hmm. I like sex, but it, it's that connection that you get when you're emotionally tied to somebody and there's like penetration because <laughs> I've been allowed to have outer sex, outer course. I've been allowed to be touched and licked and stuff, but no penetration. And I never thought that that would bother me more than it has over the last few weeks. It is very different. You, you don't you don't realize it's different until... Like your situation. Right. And the thing is, is I've gone this long or longer without without any type of even touching, like without any type of physical intimacy. And it didn't bother me, but I'm really, really good at shutting off the emotions. Yeah. 
Um, and I've been in relationships that I went spans without sex, okay? So I'm not just talking like being single and not having sex. I'm talking about in relationships where the other partner was, I'll say slacking because I, I caught him multiple times masturbating and taking care of himself, but he couldn't be bothered to even touch me, okay? Um, that fucks with me. Yeah, that, I, that fucks with me too. I'm not going to lie. Because I sit there, you'd rather take care of yourself when you have someone who's more than willing to help with that. It wasn't just more than willing. Like, I don't have kids. I'm allowed to sleep naked. I used to. We slept naked next to each other every single night. I would ask. I would try to initiate and he would straight just like shut me down. Because he was too tired or he didn't, he wasn't horny or whatever. And I'm sitting there going like, well, I mean, like, I'm supposed to make you horny. Like, that's kind of, that's we're supposed to turn each other on. That's kind of the whole point. But what it, I actually had him break it down. I'm like, why won't you fuck me? Like, just fucking tell me. Like, what is it? Because I, I mean, like that for someone who's always had self-esteem and body issues to begin with really, really hits hard. That's in where my mind goes is, okay, what did I fuck up on? What yeah, did like, just, what's what wrong is- with me? Yeah. Well, it turned out that it was just, well, it's so much effort. What? Yes, that was what he said to me. It was what? too much effort to have sex with me, even a couple times a week. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You don't want to do it every day. You get tired. That's fine. But I mean, like, we used to bang two, three times a day and then, like... No. After a couple years, it it tapered off. It always does. Everything ebbs and flows. You know what I mean? Like two, three times a day when you first start dating, that's normal. That's acceptable. That's perfect. That's fine. That's great. But like two, three years later, it went from two, three times a day to nada for like a month at a time. And I'm sitting there and then I'd get like one or two nights of great sex. And then it would be like no sex for a month or two. And I'm sitting there going like, that's not okay. Like I'm a very physical person. Not necessarily sexual person, but I'm a very physical person. So if I'm in a relationship with you and you're not even touching me. It doesn't even have to be sexual. It's like a hug. Well, I mean, like he would hug me. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like you don't want to have sex. That's fine. That doesn't mean you shouldn't show me that I'm desirable. Like everybody has those sweet spots that kind of like trigger it, but don't like throw you over the edge yeah tickle those touch those kiss those acknowledge those anything right yes every day (laughs) like everybody has an off day i get it but like you can't let your emotional issues destroy your relationship because of sex And I feel like one of the things that a lot of people struggle with is having a partner that has mental illness that really messes, like, messes with their emotions and their sex drive. Oh. Because, like, as as the person who has these issues, (laughs) um, I know that, like... There are some times when, like, I have anger issues and they could be, like, really minuscule and, like, toward myself. And I want really rough sex. 
<laughs> okay? Sometimes I just really love rough sex. Not all the damn time. No, but there are moments. There are sometimes quite a few moments where um, where you just want it hard. Like, as hard as you can stand a situation. You want the... There's body wax that I like. The candles. She gets into way kinkier stuff than I do. Yeah, but we'll go with the body candles. They're low. We'll go with the body candles. <laughs> we'll stick to the softer side of her, of her <laughs> sexual prowess. Um, and they're they're regular candles that you light, but they're low burning candle candles, and you can pour it on your body, and it doesn't. It gives you the that. wax doesn't get as hot. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't understand how that yeah. works. The reason that they're different candles is because of the fact that the wax doesn't get as hot. Cause so some you're not of my burning your skin. Right, some of the candles that I get that I burn, I've spilled them on me and actually gotten like burns on the skin. So also be very, very careful and listen to your body and your partners. Yes. Um, but like the wax goes in certain areas. It's very triggering. Um. I can't go. I don't want to go any. You can go in. You can go into as much detail as you want, however you're comfortable. I don't want to scare people. That's my you're problem. Not gonna, we don't have to worry about scaring people. <laughs> um. Well, most people like most people I've met like bondage. A lot of people with mental health problems I've noticed like bondage. This girl right here. This one. Um. Me. And it can be as simple as being tied down to the bed and fucked. Some people like... Here's the thing, though, is as someone who enjoys bondage, my preference in being bound, Mm -hmm. it fluctuates anywhere from hold me down to tie me up. Yes. So, like, with... uh, not just the stupid little handcuffs you can buy at any yeah, no, store. Yeah, no, 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 like just straight so up, like know. real rope. Tie me up. I've actually, I've used a belt to that help. Is fun. I, I took, I had him t- uh, tie a belt around, like right under my boobs, to hold my mm-hmm. arms into the side, and then tie my hands behind my back. I, I have these ankle. They're kind of like ankle collars, and there's a chain that connects to like your wrists and hold oh yeah i love those um but there's ones that there's ones that you can put toys on them in special places um but for instance my favorite i don't get to do it because i have a child um but before i had a child i had a setup that is called a dungeon and there are group activities at this dungeon (laughs) (laughs) but there there are a lot of there's a lot of different kind of bondage there's one there's ones on boards there's ones where you're flying in the air it feels like suspension there we go suspension i've always i've always wanted to try that but i've never had it hurts if you don't know what to prepare for well anything can but the point of the matter is is that with 
when it comes to even we'll we'll stick with bondage because it's yeah. something that we both share a uh, preference for. Like with my boyfriend, there was like he didn't know what to do the first time Neither that I I asked him to choke me. Like I had to explain because he just kind of like. What if uh, I hurt you? And I'm sitting there going, like, right now, it's going to be really hard for you to hurt me. And then there's been other times where, like, he went to do the exact same thing. Same pressure, same everything. And no. And I just couldn't. Like, I, I, I flat out had to say, I need you to be more gentle right now. And, like, it, I've noticed that it fluctuates with my mental state. Same here. Especially when I'm, like, when I'm really on a low. I've gotten to the point where it's like, don't touch me. Don't ever touch me ever again in the moments i i don't know a lot of people who have actually gotten to that point um but it's just as i get lower it's more i need to feel what's the word like worshipped more i need the extra yeah the the extra little bits of gentle so i mean like it doesn't and and when people hear the term worship i i need to clarify i, I do need not... to clarify these lines there is extreme levels of worship which would be like dom and sub or dom master and slave those types of things have more extreme sides to everything now when we're talking in your average i'll i'll call it a vanilla relationship when (laughs) no it's okay this is this is a we're gonna have a few little giggles because she's not used to having this conversation over while being recorded. Yeah. Um, but it's when like when I'm in one of those moods. Yeah. Like I need tickled. Like tickle my soft spots. Kiss me more. Like you can still hold me down. You can still hold my hands behind my back. You can still pull my hair. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a difference between passionate and rough. Yes. In a low, I prefer passionate over rough. Yeah. Unless it's a an angry low i've noticed that sometimes i have like and it's not even like a. it's i say angry because i don't know what other word to use for it your your emotion wheel might help me here but i call it an angry low because i have like this subconscious state of mind that like I can't stand the idea. I don't want to be degraded or humiliated. But I, in a sense, either don't want to or I'm not mentally believing that I'm worthy of any type of worship. It's when I become more giving or more submissive or anything like that. There's There's a state there. That is actually called a sub drop. A sub drop. It's the negative side of being a submissive where um, it fucks with you mentally, honestly. Well, this is before, like, it's... It's it, before sex, yeah. It can yeah, be before. It's, it's straight just how my brain works. Yeah. But see, dom, sub, all of those terms don't just mean during sex. A lot of the times people... They integrate it into their daily lives. That's yeah. another thing a lot of people don't understand. Like, the, the big controversy, and I'm... I read the books. They turned me on. I can't read them anymore. I've tried. The the writing is terrible. But the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy, everybody sits there and goes, that's an abusive relationship. It's not. It's not. If you know any, I mean, like, to some people it might be. 
Because there are some lines that, in my personal opinion, I'd throat punch the motherfucker. I really would. But on a less extreme level of the same gesture, I could see it. I think part of the reason everybody thinks that that is more abusive is because he is showing her his side. And she's new to everything. She's virgin. She's a baby. Yeah, she's she's a virgin baby, doesn't know what to do. And he's just straight taking her from whatever. But he made sure her first time was different. Yes. You know what I mean? Like there and I am not justifying abusive relationships. I'm really not. I've been no. in my fair share. I am not okay with it. And I am saying that there are some things in there where I can see how it would seem to someone who's not been in that situation or has and has not been in that sexual situation where it would be. There are lines and it is actually pretty generalized in the community I, I follow. It, it is. It's the sub's actually the dominant in pretty much every sub dom relationship because yeah. if the sub is not, the sub has the most control because the sub gets to say no. Yes. And the dom has to stop. Yeah. That's and... the difference. What people aren't understanding right there, I think, with some yeah, circles. No. <laughs> um, I am a big kinkster. Yeah. This Huge is. Huge kinkster. She's um, like my encyclopedia. So, like, it's kind of weird trying to tone it down for me because I could just be like, I know what that is. You want to know more about it? I know everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> so, but like we were getting back to the bondage and our, um, our mental health, how, yeah, when we drop, it can, if you're in the Kingster community, it's called a sub drop, uh, where you're angry because, Usually, it can be anything, but if you're going off of a sex thing, it's usually you're angry because you don't feel like you did enough for that dom. But in a regular daily life, it's got something, it's usually got something to do with giving. Now, see, with me, it's, 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 it's a self thing. It's not so much pleasing them. It's a, sometimes I don't feel worthy of the attention I'm even getting in the first place. So I feel, um, there's a term for it and I can't remember what it is. Fawning. Mm, Okay. I, I, I've noticed that I do it in relationships and I didn't even know what it was or really a whole lot about it until Johnny B. Johnny B had actually explained fawning to me. And then like the more he talked about it and, the more triggered. it made sense. It made and... sense. So I started looking more into it. And I do have fawning tendencies in my intimate relationships. I don't have it with anybody else. Everybody else I can tell to fuck off, including you. <laughs> like, yes. Including you. I can just look at you and say, not right fucking now. Like, no. No, I can't. Sorry. Well, it's actually funny if we go off topic a little bit. When I feel like, when I feel some bad, some bad waves from her, I'll go, you okay? No, you want to talk about it? We no. do it to each other now, and it's like, okay. Yeah, it's, it's really simple. And I mean, like, I've been trying to do that with the boyfriend. I really have. Yeah. But I still notice myself doing it. Not in the last few weeks, obviously. Um. <laughs> oh, it's driving me crazy. Uh, I've masturbated more in the last six weeks than I have in the last six months. Masturbating only helps so much. 
to be honest. Um, I know, but I mean, like, you got an itch and, or I got an itch and can't scratch it. You know what I mean? Like, see, I've been on the opposite side of that right now. It's more like, are you sure we have to do this tonight? Like, do I have to? Well, you said that you, you're, can I put your information on? You can put everything on. So you're, you are a part of a trial, a birth control. Yes. Trial. And you actually have to have sex. Well, you actually have to have ejaculate inside of you at least once a month. Yes. Tell me how that made you feel the other night when you got that notification on your phone. Because I watched your whole body (laughs) language and I just couldn't believe. I've never seen anything like it. It was kind of, it was, fuck, really? Again? (laughs) And uh, it's only, it's only, I'm not going to lie. It's only been this year I've actually really felt that way this past, sorry, this past year. It's February. Right, right. Um, and I don't know, it could be related to the birth control. It could not. There's all kinds of crap that I'm dealing with. It could just be my hormones are fucked up. You've had a lot of emotional changes just in the last few months. Like since I've known you, you've. You've made a lot of changes by yeah. way of like boundary setting and stuff with family and work and emotional mental issues and stuff that we've already uh, discussed in previous episodes. So, yeah. I mean, like, it could be the hormonal changes of your, your birth control. But there's also the changes of just out. It could be the changes because it's not just it could words I am trying to speak. It could be be not just internal it could be the external environment i've been in recently with the fighting with the fighting with the grandma to get get her to stop with the milk that for for anyone who's wondering the milk um we just we just found out that her little is lactose intolerant and she's struggling trying to get her grandmother who watches her while everybody else is at work five days a week yeah. So struggling to get grandma to stop giving her dairy products and excessive amounts of sugar. So she's been struggling. Well, I also think that's part of the problem is when I have to deal with a screaming three-year-old. God, almost I'm, three-year-old. She's three this It's a month. dirty word right now. I'll get past it, but um, I don't want to do anything afterwards. I, don't, I, I barely want to breathe sometimes. I mean, you saw me after my first my first couple of days of work. It was, all right, it's late enough. We're going to bed. <laughs> yeah, she's like, all right, it's eight. I'm going to bed. I'm like, all right, night. But um, that's what I was saying like a few minutes ago at the beginning of this. Yeah. That um, when, when we have those emotional fluctuations, it makes sense. You're in an adjustment period right yeah. now. And so there's also those. There's also been days where it's like, I'm going to stay up all night till he gets home so we can fuck. <laughs> I don't care how much sleep he hasn't gotten recently. We're going to fuck tonight. I've had those moments, too. Oh, I know. Where Your just, bed hits the wall. I know. I got you. I've, I've just accepted the fact that you're going to hear shit. I'm going to hear shit. Yeah, that's I accepted that when we moved in. I warned yeah. you. It was it was a straight warning. Now, I have not had a night without my child since we've moved in together. If I ever get that, I apologize now. But um <laughs> I don't get to use I can my make, fun toys. I can make that happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um 
it is, it does really do go with my mental health. It goes with um, the external environment I am because if I'm, if I'm home and it like today, it was a very lazy day for me. I'm usually not in bed that long because I have a three-year-old, but she wanted to lay in bed. Yeah, that was really weird. Yes. Like my boyfriend and I could not figure out like if you were here or not today. Yeah. And that makes sense. But like let's hear like when I'm when I'm extremely depressed or if I'm even fighting off depression because anybody yeah. who has depression when you notice that you're starting to run down into a depressive episode you try to fight it off you try to fight it off and try and all of That's your energy exhausting. goes into that and sexually speaking you want nada you, a lot of times like you said you don't even want touched yeah i mean i'm very good when i hit those rage moments it's you touch me you die moments um, but we, but it's just interesting when you think back about it, especially now, since I've gone through that program and everything and I look at it and I'm like, well, when I hit a really low, low, either I want very gentle, very caressing kind of sex, or I want nothing to do with anyone. And that's not the same for everyone. This is me speaking for myself. I think it depends on the type of low you're on. Yes, because if I'm in a low because of family, it's a family low because my family very does cause, causes a lot of problems yeah, for me. It does. It does. I'm a very family oriented person, but it, it's, it affects me a lot. Um, boundaries. If I'm a, boundaries are something that we have been working on yes. a lot. Um. But if it's a family low, it's usually I want the the caressing, the I want to feel more love. Right, normal. right. And that's Where, that's what I was getting to with yeah. the with the sometimes I want it like really gentle. And that's it's kind of one of those like sometimes when I don't feel like I deserve it is when I need the worship. Yeah. Which is hard for me. It is because uh, when I hit that moment and you hear everything, you're also in my mind, I'm like, you're just saying that and you're just this and you're just that. And I think that's where I hit the no, don't touch me. Don't touch me because my brain's gone. I'm, my brain's gone to that point. Like you need space. It's yeah. Um, I don't know if there's actually um, a way to not go down that rabbit hole when you hit us when you hit the when you start going low because it's just a fact you and i lately have been on a high i think it's because of the the fluctuate like i'm i'm starting i was supposed to start um that driving job yeah this week and it didn't well last week and it didn't turn out so i i started it this week um but i picked up the car with all the changes and everything like we talked about last episode we've been on pretty high we're not like we feed off of each other a lot yeah and like, don't get me wrong. Yesterday alone, I had a rage moment. And, but like, we push each other, we work through it. But I don't think there's, at least I have not discovered a way to not go down that rabbit hole. Like, not even just mentally, because once you hit the mental state, it starts affecting everything. And you're like, and you don't even notice it until people like us are talking about it. Right. Right. I, my big thing is um, 
here's here's a perfect example of um emotional sexual disconnect um when it, it wasn't even when we very first started well no it was it was when we first started dating um i my my sacral chakra was blocked mm-hmm. for anyone who doesn't follow chakras basically my sex drive went kaput because i couldn't i couldn't connect emotions and sex because i had i had spent so many years disconnected during sex sex was just sex so like the last two years since i've been dating boyfriend i've actually been learning to connect the two yeah which is where my struggle is coming in now i didn't learn how to do that until i'm actually with the with swire now i didn't and I figured it out because I was reading books because when I got out of my dad's house, instead of having the teenage sex problem, I had it when I got out of my dad's house and I turned into that person. Well, I like sex. I got to go know everything about sex. I got to know this. And I came upon, I can't remember the book or anything, but I remember it talking about how sex is an emotional thing, whether we realize it or not. Um, and how do you, and how sex can be just sex and how it can be more than just sex right well see here's the thing is i always knew i didn't though i'm just saying like i always knew i was raped at 13 so from that point on every single time i had sex it was because it was fun yeah even if i was in a relationship it it was just just fun the only time that i noticed that my emotions started playing a role was when my first husband was using sex to manipulate me because Mm. i loved sex Sex. i i was i am no longer a sexual person i am a sensual person but in my in my younger years like in my 20s like my my teens into my 20s i was more sexual where it was more about the sex than it was about how i felt or how uh, having emotions attached didn't matter because Mm -hmm. i was always it was it was a struggle for me to allow emotions into sex yeah then Um, i started dating boyfriend yes and i couldn't get off because i was so emotionally fucked like, I was emotionally connected on a level I had never experienced during sex. So, like, I was enjoying myself. It felt fantastic. Physically, I was, you know, like, I was right there, but it wouldn't come out. Yeah. Like, it was, like, I basically edged myself for several months because I couldn't get off. Yeah. I would have to masturbate after he left to get off because my, em- I called them emotional orgasms. Mm-hmm. Because, like, emotionally speaking, I was spiraling. And it threw my brain. Down the hole. I don't even know which way. It's just, like, up against a wall. Like, it was. Maybe it, pieces of it just started falling off. Well, I mean, like, just, when I was just sex, disconnected from emotion. It was. Literally, the world could fall down around me and I was enjoying my sex. I didn't give a flying fuck. I could deal with it afterwards. Yeah. Once emotions started coming into my sex life and trying to intertwine, it was like, 
I'd be right there. And then all of a sudden it would be like a, an emotional thing and it would go away. Okay. Yeah. So like, it was like my body was like, this is emotions. You don't need me right now. And then like my emotions are like, but I really want this. Yeah. So like I was having a really difficult time tying the two together. I felt so bad for boyfriend. Oh my God, that man. Yeah. And he flat out told me that like, he was like, what am I doing wrong? You're not enjoying yourself. I was like, no, I am though. <laughs> like, I am. And I had to explain it to him. And like, it got to the point where like, whenever I could feel myself um, disconnecting. Yeah. Like, emotionally disconnecting from really my existence because that happens. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if it's dissociation or depersonalization or a mixture of the two or what it is. But, like, I will basically be passenger. Okay. And it's, like, it's, like, autopilot. Yeah. Um, So, like, there's, like, I know the emotion is there. The chemicals are still flowing, but I can't feel it. Well, whenever that – I haven't had that issue for a little while, so I haven't had to, like – say, hey, I can't have sex with you right now because of this. But I actually said, whenever my emotions are doing this, do you want me to say something so that way you're aware because I won't have sex with you like this because I want that connection. And that's how I worked through it was whenever I was disconnected, I told him that I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I I didn't know how long it was going to last, but I didn't think sex would be a good idea. And I explained to him that it was because I wanted the connection during sex with him. Because I'm 30. He's 35. You know what I mean? Like, well, he'll be 36 next month. Like, we've already done the play. Yeah. We're, and I've, I've already done the play and played house to two men that didn't even want to try to make a real relationship work. And I say real relationship because they wanted what they had of me on a good day the five times a week that they would see me when I was or when we were dating. And then when we started moving in together and they saw that, you know, like I deal with emotional struggles on a regular. It's not you. It's yeah. me. They couldn't handle it. They wanted happy go kind of like your parents. They wanted happy go lucky all the damn time, whether I felt like it or not. They wanted the happy side of raven they didn't want the real raw this is how i feel side yeah. of raven now boyfriend wants raven <laughs> he just he just he, wants me and he wants to be able to make me happy so like it's it's a struggle there so when i when we started when he realized what i was trying to do like i am trying to make sure that our sex life is emotional yeah and he was okay with that. And he's been really, really good about working with me on it. And let me tell you what, I have never been so physically respected by a man in my life. <laughs> he asked permission to touch my hip mm -hmm. when we started dating. He was like, I really wanted to grab your butt, but I didn't know if I was allowed. I'm like, yeah. like you own it. <laughs> like walk up smack it grab it pinch it whatever and he was just like okay sometimes he still does he'll be like i don't want to like 
violate your personal space. And I went, the only way you're going to violate my personal space is if you don't listen when I tell you that I'm not emotional. Like if you do it and I say not right now and you continue to try to do it, that is how you're going to violate my personal space. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And a lot of people to us. Yes, a lot of people don't do that. They just think, oh, she's I've I've heard that before. Then I can't right now. Oh, you're just being a prude. Okay, so here's a perfect example of what not to do to your significant other. Okay, so like I'm not a big fan of anal. Like I'm I'm not a huge fan of it. I like anal play. It's fun. It can be anyway. But there's a there's a fine line between appropriate and inappropriate. And inappropriate. Okay, so my ex I didn't find out until later. Mm-hmm. was pretty much fucking me in the ass while I slept. <gasps> he said the first time he did it, he didn't know that I was sleeping, which your body can react in a pleasurable way, yeah, right? even when you're asleep, yeah. Don't fucking do that. Make sure she's awake or he, whatever your flavor. Yeah. But make sure your partner's awake. And conscious and consenting. Like it doesn't matter if you've been together a month or if you've been together five years. Five or 50 seconds, years. five years, fifty years, I don't give a flying fuck unless she is explicit he or she has explicitly said, Do whatever you want to me when I'm sleeping. Don't, don't do whatever do you want. Hmm. That touches on another topic because um I'm on some hardcore sleeping medication. Mm-hmm. I'm not on the highest dose, I'm on a low side, whatever you want to call it. But when my pills take effect, the next three hours, I'm I'm not human. I'm, huh? <laughs> yeah. With it, when when you when you start to like when your medication starts to kick in, yeah, you almost turn drunk. That's a good example. Well, hmm. Now, I've already talked about this. It happened. It's in the past with boyfriend. He. He fucked up and he knows he did and he doesn't do it anymore. He makes sure I'm completely awake. Um, he woke me up because he wanted some and I was half asleep. I didn't even know what was going on. And by the time I actually fi- realized what was going on, I started having flashbacks and I froze. Like, it was just like, let him get it done. No, freeze. Just get it over with. Situation Yeah, is what happened. Yeah. And then the next day, I, you actually didn't actually, you didn't know, but you knew something was up. Mm-hmm. And I was. I'm perceptive like that. I was crying a lot that day. I'm not going to lie. And I finally told boyfriend what was going on. And then I completely broke down, like completely, utterly broke down because I finally said it to him. But he came home and he woke me up and he went, I did not really. He freaked out on himself. Yeah, he's and not like that at no, all. No, like, he's not. And I he need I need to it. get that across to anybody who's listening. Yeah. It was just one of those things where he I hadn't been on the sleeping meds very long. He didn't know how it would affect me. He, didn't, he did not know. He yeah. woke you up and in his mind you were awake. Yeah. That's why when he said the first time it made sense, but he. like Yeah, he hasn't done that since. He's, now see, my ex. 
did the opposite of what you should ever do to a sex sexual yeah. assault survivor. Do not. Don't. No. Mm-mm. And like if 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 my boyfriend gets wants some, he makes sure he talks to me, makes sure I'm awake, not doing that. Okay. Right. That's you need clear, concise responses. Yeah. But um, it's and that's just plain respect at that point. Is one, it's an accident. Accidents happen. Well, I mean, like, as somebody who knows the effects of your medication, one, on a personal level, because they put me on it. Yeah. And it didn't help me sleep. I had the the side effects of the the drunken slurred speech and stuff like that. And I'd wake up hungover feeling, but. I don't wake up hangover. That's where I got lucky. But that, the reason I woke up feeling hungover was because it didn't help me sleep. Yeah. So, like, it was, it was. Yeah, I take my pills. I'm out an hour later. I'm out. Right. I don't get, I do that, though, because if I don't take the medication. You don't sleep. I don't sleep. And I will go days without sleeping. Right. Well, I was taking the medication and still going days without sleeping. Yeah. So, it wasn't even point. But the thing is, is I've woken you up. Yes. Had a full-blown conversation with you. And two hours later, you didn't remember the conversation. So, I mean, like, (laughs) that that makes sense. Like, that is an obvious accident. Yeah. And let's be real. Medication doesn't affect everyone the same way. Some people can take the dose I'm taking and not sleep at all. Some people can take the dose I'm I'm taking and be gone for the next 24 hours. Everyone is different. Right. Um. But that's another little thing to kind of touch on is the fact that medications do. They do. And I think what pissed me off about my ex violating me the most was, um, well, what pissed me off most about my ex violating me was that, like, I feel like if you've never gotten to anally penetrate somebody while they're and you do it. And you don't talk about it. You don't mention it like, hey, wasn't expecting that last night. Like, hot damn. And then you just continue to do it. There's a really good chance that your partner doesn't know that it's happening. That's a violation. That is rape. (laughs) Yes. Like, it's rape. Now, to the best of my knowledge, he never did it again after we talked about it. To the best of my knowledge. Yes. I often sometimes wonder if he did because I don't trust him half as far as I could throw him, which isn't very far. I mean, like, there was a lot of trust issues after, like, the first two years. Like, we had a really rocky relationship. He was an, you know, he's an addict. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there was a lot of lying. Then that's also another thing is when the trust issues happen, sometimes, and I've done this, I don't know if other people have done this, where... You literally have sex to try to keep your man when you had that. There can be. There can be. And I've had that suspicion. She's seen me go through that suspicion many times. And it's it's a form of fawning. Yeah. I did it a lot in my first marriage. Um, My first threesome was because I was trying to save my relationship. That's why I was straight up said he don't think he could handle a threesome because he doesn't he don't Boyfriend's think he can handle interested. two he don't think he could handle two people at once is what he said. He straight oh, up said that. 
Boyfriend that- just doesn't want to share. He's done it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's the other thing, though, is boyfriend and I are sexually more experienced as far as length of time goes. Yeah, well, also... I- I'm just saying in comparison to you guys. I mean, like... I've been experiencing, I've been, I have like five years experience with sex. Right. Le- I'm not, I'm not joking, not nothing. Well, after I was raped at 13, like I, I literally went, it, it, every boyfriend I had, or every boyfriend I had, I had sex. Like it was, it became, it was, I wasn't a sex addict, but I was a promiscuous individual. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like the promiscuity was due to my psychological detachment. Like emotional, psycho, whatever. Um, My detachment emotionally and sexually, there was no attachment. So it it didn't matter. Even to this day, I I can't say that I really regret the fact that. I I completely understand because, again, the kinks are coming out. Um, Shit. My first orgy was at 19. Um, I've never had a desire to have an orgy. I had a 12-person orgy. I've never, um, like, threesome, okay. That was my first, and I guess it's considered a vanilla orgy. Um, It didn't have any toys or anything. Oh, okay, so my, it was just people fucking. Yeah, my second one was with all the toys and the gadgets and kind of things you'd see in porn porn movies or videos. Mm-hmm. Um, And... There was no con- connection. It was let's just fuck because I. But no, fuck. absolutely, and that is okay. I do need to. I do yes, need to. There's say. nothing there's wrong. There is absolutely that. nothing wrong with Fucking having fuck. sex to have sex. There's nothing wrong with it. If you are a consenting adult and you are having sex because you enjoy sex and you don't want the emotional ties, what is it? No strings attached. That yeah. is fine. I I I wholeheartedly condone it. Right now, we're only specifically talking about relationships and emotional connections yes. and how sex affects our mental emotional but balance it's actually even funny if you go into it the sex with no attachments i would only want to fuck my fuck buddy um when i was feeling certain things when i was in a specific emotional state it would be like hey i'm horny what can i come over Kind of thing. Well, yeah, the, the booty call. Yes. Booty calls are a thing. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, the no strings attached. A lot of us tended to have one or two booty calls during that phase. Yeah. But with boyfriend and I, like, I, I threesomes were all right. Um, I've, I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. I've always wanted two guys at once. But that's just because, you know, like. It's hard. You gotta remember how to I breathe. I really, really hope it's hard you on gotta, both. Shut on up. both. On both of them. Anyway, um, but the thing is, is like it's one of those like I wanted, like I, I've always kind of wanted to for the experience. Yeah. Just to see how I felt about it, but over the last couple years, it's kind of like whatever. Well, I mean, like over the last couple years, it's become a. He's, like. He's got no problem keeping me satiated physically and emotionally. And I've yeah. struggled with that because I am a polyamorous person by nature. He knows this. But 
when we first started dating, he said that he did not, he was like, I cannot be in this, he, I can't be in a committed relationship with someone who's in a committed relationship with multiple people. He was like, I, I won't hold any, like, he was like, I understand. He was like, I don't want to hold you back. I want you to, I want you to do what makes you happy. So like before we ever actually like, officially made things um, exclusive. I'm the one who made the decision to forego the physical aspect of my polyamory. So like, that. what do they call that? Uh, I don't remember what they call it. There's a term for it, but it, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But uh, so I, I made the decision to forego having multiple physical partners. Mhm. But then but with the connection you have emotionally to him, it Well, that's do you the feel thing like is you're that, losing out on it. No, that's what I'm saying is I don't personally because he it and it's it's weird for me, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I'm one of those people who like don't like I I I I get bored very easily that was actually something that he was worried about when we first started dating was because i get bored with people very easily mm-hmm. i get tired of the bullshit that comes out of their mouth i get tired of their bullshit i get tired of everything i get bored with people quickly are you bored of me yet no sometimes i, I want to smack you though <laughs> i want to play with your boobs like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes I just see you sitting there. I just want to walk up and flick it or flop it or something. You're not this the girl's first got... one to say that to me. I would not imagine I am. Her tits are huge. It's kind of hard to miss them. Yes, that that's what Aurora does. She I know there, she sits. She sits there and plays on bongos. Yeah, but um, but he. He has, he has this weird way of being able, and a lot of times he reads it and doesn't even realize he's reading it. So I don't know if maybe he's like on the same emotional wavelength I am, or if like we've actually built enough of a connection where like he knows when to be certain ways and when not to be. Now in conversation, it's different because he's used to, he's used to Latino women who are, uh. More prone to slap you, apparently. Yeah. I... Motherfucker ducks every time I turn around too quickly. If he says something smart ass, he turns around and I turn around too quick, he ducks because he's ready to get smacked. And I just went, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he's like, I didn't want you to slap me. I was like, please no. And I've looked him dead in the eyes and given him a kiss afterwards. But I've, I've like gently walked up to him and been like, just know if I'm going to slap you, you're never going to see it coming exactly <laughs> you're not gonna know and like it's one thing to just like him being a smart ass and you pat him on the chest or something oh no we we get into slap boxing exactly not hard but yeah yeah my swire and i wrestle i know You've i love watching it. i love watching you guys wrestle we, we wrestled over who was taking the dog out last oh night. my god <laughs> I walked, I could hear them and they were, I walked out into the common area of the apartment and went, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> She's sitting on the floor and her boyfriend is wrapped around her head trying to take the leash from her. And she went, ha no. And I went, okay, 
what are we fighting about? And she went, who's going to unload the dishwasher? And I went, well, it's not me. And I turned around and walked away. And I just let them duke it out. And it was fucking hilarious. That kind of intimacy is beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Because I do that with, with boyfriend. He body slammed me the other day. Yeah. He just... Just, he just picks me up and body slams me. You're like me. the size of Aurora to him. It's like, funny. Shut up. The way the way he does it, it's just like, okay, here's a thirty one pound here's a thirty one pound little toddler. <laughs> Bam just throws me. What what I find really funny is like after he body slammed me, I laid there and he went, Oh no, I broke you. <laughs> and I went, No, but it took every ounce of energy I had to get up. And then you just threw me back down. So I'm just going to kind of lay here. So he literally grabbed me by the shoulders and put me in a seated position. Wrapped his arms underneath my armpits, pulled me up to the edge of the bed, and then picked me up. <laughs> and then when my feet, like when I when I put my legs down, he, he set me down on my feet. And the thing is, I'm not small. <laughs> You're taller than me. I'm 5'7". I'm 5'6". <laughs> I'm like 175 pounds, so like I'm not... I'm not little. <laughs> like, I'm not like this petite little 5'1", 110-pound thing that anybody can pick up and chuck across the room. So, like, I like it. It makes me happy. I love when he picks me up and throws me. I'm not going to lie. When I told him that my boy, my ex body slammed me because he couldn't get a reaction out of me, he was like, I would never do that. And I was like, I know. Like I, I am well aware of how different you are. <laughs> like, yeah. But like his his boundaries sexually are also like leagues different to what I'm used to. Not like boundaries of what he won't do, what he's willing to do. Not those kind of boundaries, but like his respect of possible boundaries. He doesn't just like jump in and hope he doesn't cross any boundaries. He's straight yeah. like, is this okay? <laughs> and I really want to do this. What do you think about it? Like, yeah. he straight talks about it. Yeah, like, um, Swire's actually done this where he's wanted to try something. There's different kinds of play. I'm not going to go into all the details. And he was, uh, he was like, this sounds really cool, but like, where are you at with that situation? And it was, um, not right now. Let me research it. And then we'll talk about it because I, I, I don't know everything. I wish I did. Probably you, will never. You weren't, you weren't in, like, in the kinkster community. I was and I knew what it at, was. Well, I'm saying like as long as you would need to be to know everything. Yeah. But, like, I'd heard the term before, but I didn't know much about it. So I was like, let me research it. Let me talk to some people I know. We'll go from there. And, like, now he's afraid to try it. But I'm like, you can try it. I don't give a shit. I researched it. It's fine with me as long as you don't do that. That specific term. It's fair. It's fair. Well, like, uh, boyfriend and I were talking about, like, uh, here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Because when I, my last doctor's appointment, um... I talked to my doctor and she said, do you have a game plan? She was like, like, have you not? I was like, there hasn't even been a pinky or a Q-tip in my vagina. And she was like, okay, good. That's what I like to hear. And she was like, now you do have to be careful. 
when you first like you have to go slow and gentle when you first start again i was like i got a dildo that's smaller than my boyfriend Mm -hmm. that i i planned on using to test my my physical uh ability if you will and she was all excited about it well when i told him what the doctor said he just looked at me he went it's gonna be difficult I was like, how's that going to be difficult? He's like, because I am really fucking horny and I have been for weeks. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I'm glad I make you hungry. (laughs) Really glad I make you hungry. But like, he's worried that he's going to hurt me like all the time. He's always afraid he's going to hurt me. And like, this is the one time where like, it's actually like a valid. Yeah. And he's sitting there. (laughs) And like. I mean, like, we're white knuckle gripping this. Yes. We've teased the fuck out of each other many times over the last several weeks. And, like, literally just one of us abruptly abruptly stopped to be like, we can't. Yes. This is some an accident's going to happen. Like, we can't right now. We got to stop. <clears throat> and then the other thing is, is, like, he feels bad. Because, like, like, there's been times where he hasn't wanted to do anything. At all. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there going, like, please, can I just, like, put it in my mouth? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry. I got to do something. He was like, it's not fair, though. And I went, how's it not fair? He was like, do you really like putting my dick in your mouth? And I went, right now, I very much like to. Yes. <laughs> like, all the time? No. When I don't want to, I don't. <laughs> like, it's, it's really that simple. Yeah. But, like, he he was looking at it as a, I'm taking care of him. There's nothing but he can do in return that isn't going to, like, put us right on the edge of a cliff that we might not be able to come back from without, you know, possibility of damage Yeah, in my current state. That is what you should do, people. When there is... When there is somebody who's dealing with physical, mental, emotional struggles, don't try to push your sexual desires on them. It's not okay. Yeah, no, no. It's not okay to push anything on somebody, really. Well, I mean, like, ever, 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 ever. But I mean, like, again, we're talking specifically about About adult relationships and... and sex. And I feel like... I'm not trying to bash guys because women do it too. But in in my current situation, he is the pronoun that comes out most yeah. often. Um, so please, guys, if you're listening, I'm not saying all men do this. I'm just saying that the men that I've had the displeasure of accepting into my life and trusting have been these type. Um, like, it. don't try to make her feel bad. For not wanting to put your dick in her mouth, especially when what really needs to happen is she probably needs other intimacy. Like, she's stressed out. She doesn't want to have sex. Okay, well, did you know that there's a bunch of pressure points in your feet that can turn her on? You might not get laid out of it, but you're still going to give her pleasure, which... In all honesty, isn't that what we're supposed to want? Like, aren't we supposed to want our partner's pleasure? 
now I've had the she problem, that version of that. Um, like I'm not big on sex during my period. I'm just not. Now, I see, feel, I loved it. I'm icky. I don't, I don't, I feel icky. I feel dirty. I don't, I'm not. Lay a towel down. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not my thing though. I got, no, I was just saying like, I'm a, I'm a lay your towel down. Yeah. Um, and (laughs) my, (laughs) okay, my girlfriend at the time, um, like she understood I was on my period and stuff, but she was really horny. I'm like, yay, you're horny. I can do stuff to you, but don't do anything to me. <laughs> and that hurt her feelings because and like even after I explained it she st- we had to talk about it several times for it to um really set in were you okay doing stuff to her yeah I was fine with so it. you wanted to do stuff to her even though you didn't want her to do stuff to you yeah because and the thing is is keep in mind if it is say it's a menstrual cycle you don't have to have penetrative sex to bring pleasure to your partner yes so and that that was like with boyfriend it was yeah but well i mean like it's not like i can fuck you to get you off no but i got a vibrator i can get myself off while i suck your dick so all i need you to do is make me feel like you want me. Rub my back. You know what I mean? Like, massage me. Not like a full-blown, full-body massage. I'm not saying spend an hour rubbing her back. I'm just saying, like, there are certain ways to grope and grab. That's just... That, like, they... They light the fire feels so good. And you're so much more inclined to deep throat someone who's turning you on without making you feel like you're just a fuck toy. Yeah. Like, we're not fuck toys. Nobody's a fuck toy. Unless they say they want to be a fuck toy. Which we also know people who want to be fuck toys. I've Um, had a couple of them. (laughs) How is that friend doing of yours? Which friend? The one who canceled on you. The one that canceled on me? Oh, there oh, how is he actually my client? Okay? Yeah. I don't, I don't refer to him as Sorry. a client. Is so, he actually okay? I meant to ask that earlier. Yeah, but. no, he's fine. He was just having some trouble. Um, I do story time. Um, where I, I accept phone calls. I didn't mean to bring it up. No, 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 it's fine. Head. I, it's, it, it's fine. I, it, I don't have a problem talking about it. I accept phone calls, um, of a sexual nature, for pay. I'm basically a sex phone operator, except it, I don't really do the the phone sex. Um, this particular client has a tendency to call me. Um, he likes he calls them confessions. They are either fantasies or legitimate sexual experiences that he is reliving through telling me while masturbating. Does that help him mess? Uh, mentally do you think he said it does we didn't really get too far into it um well some of the stuff that he's told me i'm not gonna lie has been 
way out of my preference of what I would want for myself. But, um, but that... I always tell him as long as he's, you know, taking care of himself. Yeah. Which he's not. He's, he's, he's different. But anyway, um, no, he's fine. But that's a good point to touch on. Like, is he, does it does help him mentally, at least from your understanding? I feel In like his- he, he said that contacting me prevents him from, like, our phone calls prevent him from doing more destructive practices. Okay. So, so, like, calling me and having our... our Confessions? Our confessions. I call it story time. But um, having his confessions prevents him from going out and buying a prostitute. That alone, I think, is very helpful physically, mentally, emotionally. It's why I make it a point to do it and yeah. offer the service. because Because of the fact that he stated... That yeah. our phone calls, they don't completely take it away because sometimes... Yeah. Now, mine's on the more inno- in- innocent side with my friend who I read stories to. Right. Um, But it helps him... Reparent himself. It, yes. And um, not a sexual thing at all. Just so you guys know, I'm considered his big sister. She's um, she's talking about um a, a little it, it it's it's a kinkster. It's an age regression thing. It's it's really hard to explain. If you don't know anything about it, you're welcome to email and we can find you um legitimate sites and reading material to educate yourself on it, but we won't go into too much detail. He is a little Yes. And it helps him mentally because he gets to take that break from being an adult. It gives him that time. Well, the way that you were, ex- excuse me, the way that you were explaining things um, to me about his personal situation is yeah. he's reparenting himself in a sense. Yes. Um, at least with what he practices with you. Yes, what he practices with me. Um, yeah, I treat him like I would uh, any other kid, mm-hmm. basically. And... Oddly enough, that does help him emotionally and melting, mentally. Here's our fuck up word today. Meltily. Mentally. Okay. Meltony. Meltony. In a sense that because I'm not downgrading him about it, making him feel like a piece of shit about it. I am accepting him for who he is, which he's always felt the opposite. So it's helping him mentally. He's actually gotten enough confidence to ask someone out. He hasn't done that in 10 years because he's always been. There's a movie. Sorry, this is kind of off topic, kind of on topic. Let me, you might understand where the trigger thought came from. But there was a movie that um, it had Eva Longoria and a bunch of, I think it was like Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. Is that a movie? Um, anyway, I watched it. It was years ago. And the redhead, don't remember her name, but she was very prudish. Mm-hmm. And it came to light that her husband 
was paying a dominatrix. Mm. And she was trying to understand, like, why are you paying somebody else to do this? I'm your wife. Like, you've never even mentioned this. Like, what is it? And she felt very betrayed. And she had, like, very legitimate emotional response mm-hmm. on the negative side. And he had a very difficult time understanding why. And they there was a huge cu- communication barrier there, which I've... I've personally experienced in relationships in the past where if you don't understand that aspect of somebody's life, we have a tendency to, we as humans have a tendency to inadvertently belittle their practice. That's actually a good thing because, as I said, the friend... Um, when his, I don't know how it happened. I guess his mom found one of his pacifiers or something and his mom called him a pedophile and kicked him out and every, everything negative you could possibly think of when in the fact he is not a pedophile at all. He's not attracted to children. No, he's just likes the age regression. He likes to feel. He likes to feel like a kid. Yes. He, He wants his partner to be the adult. Yes. For clarity. (laughs) Yeah, so, and because a lot of people don't understand that, and there's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of people who understand it. I've, uh, I've personally, like, I've had a little. Yeah. I'm big sister. It's close. It's, it's. I was mommy. Yeah. I'm big sister. I take over when mommy's not an option, basically. Right. Well, I was mommy. I'm the babysitter. Because wife didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Now, I actually, I appreciated how that relationship worked because she knew. I like that. She had tried. She was not personally capable of practicing it. It made her feel uncomfortable. And that is okay. If your partner is into something that you're not, or, conversely, if you're into something that you're or that if you're not into something that your partner is you have to talk about it you have to decide what boundaries go where for each of you and that's where compromise comes in in the relationship and i feel like i'm at that stage with swire we're still like it's like he knows he knows what i've done and all the crazy shit but it's like there's only so much he's willing to do and I'm sitting here like but and like you've heard some of my old friends have messaged me and stuff and I've sort of poked the bear a little bit with that like hey my old friend that I used to do that what was it I think it was one of the dungeons um messaged me but I haven't actually worked to the point where I'm sitting there like okay I miss doing something like this can we talk about it? I haven't gotten to that well, point yet. But. I actually know somebody who refused to have sex with her doms. Okay. It she went and yeah. she would get she would get caned, she would get whipped, she would be tied. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she she went and she got to practice being a sub, but there was never penetration. Yeah. And there was one time and she actually it it was this whole big like she I mean it was rape. 
Like, it yeah. was, she told him that the, she didn't want to do anything penetrative, and then, like, he, quote, end quote, lost control, and um, it did not, I've had it that fucked with once. her, it fucked with her hard, Yeah, hardcore. No, I've had that happen once, it's... It's not okay. No. Um, I... But her being mentally disturbed prevented her from actually setting that boundary and holding that boundary. So, like, kind of like when you froze. Yeah. She did the same thing. Okay. Only you eventually talked about it. She refused. She talked about it with me, but that didn't do her any good in that situation. So, I mean, like, but there's, there's that... I I've actually know people, like I said, she didn't do penetrative sex. So, I mean, like, there is a way to get your kink. Yes. And not cross certain boundaries. But, again, that's something you got to discuss with your partner. Yeah. And, like I said, I'm working up to it. Some of us need to work up to it. But the best thing you can do is talk about it instead of doing other practices Right. That are, can be considered cheating. Right. You don't want to you don't want to betray your partner. That's the word I was looking for. Betray. Simply because you have a desire that I mean, like you got to find that happy medium. Like I said, there's like I my level of kink like I'm I like I like some fun stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like and sometimes I like it way rougher than than some people condone. Yeah. But I don't have any sexual preferences that I'm so tied to and have to have that I feel the need to even seek outside of. It's not a sexual thing that I seek. I'm not going to lie. It's not a sexual thing I seek. It's just, it's just something that I think is out of. Do you find that depth. your 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 kinks, like the practice of certain kinks, help you with mental um, yeah. episodes? Yeah, I, I fully agree like with that. Like help you work through it? Yeah. Um, when I went to these group events, one of my big things was... Um, of course, I can't think of the actual term for it, but it's basically you get tied up to a board and anyone can you you get to pick what you can be hit with and what you can't be hit with. There's nine tails. That's what caning, that's what that's what she does. Yeah. Like I said, did. I don't and know she still does. Um, That was actually one of the things that helped me work through a lot of stuff. Um, But like I said, she got the sub or whoever's actually going to be tied up picks their limit. So if someone couldn't handle a nine tail, which is a fancy whip, basically, um, they didn't use that. There was a basically yes and no side of the table. Oh, no, that's then that's what that's what she was doing. That's the great thing about being in the kink world. If you're in the right, there are there's there's shitty it. people there's shitty people everywhere and every single community has shitty people and there's nothing that can be done about it but, but as you, a whole there is a huge stigma on the kink community there is a very very even when you go into those dungeons one you fill out a forms 
a consensual form, but you also fill out a form with your limits. Yeah, you have to do soft limits, hard limits, and not at alls. Yes, you have to do you have to do that so that people do not go past your limits. So. And you always have a safe word. Yes, always. Yes, but you can't whisper it. The, you got to no, yell that. You got to yell that shit. If you're sitting there, mercy, mercy. Now I've always wondered. Yes, because I like to be gagged. Mm-hmm. Like with a, I don't like the ball. I don't like the way the ball fits in my mouth. Yeah, I prefer a bit. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you call with a bit? Like how do you safe word with a bit? There's, I've never needed. There's to, usually so. hand signals. Okay. Yes, there's usually if like they test to see if you can use your words. If you can't, you guys the you guys come up with the signal whether it's some people just kick their leg out a certain way. Some people it's. It's very different. Mine That's was, why I'm asking. Mine was, asking. mine was flipping everyone off. You just of flipped them off. You just I went just, like this. I just I'm basically done. went, no. <laughs> like, no more. <laughs> Excuse me. We all pick our own stuff. Right. Well, I was just one of those because I don't do anything that... Um, I've never put myself in a situation where I thought I was going to have to actually yeah. use a, a safe word. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um, but I've always been curious. Yeah, so depending on their gag or there is something that is very confusing that I'm not going to go into too deep, deep of a thing. Is this consensual, non-consensual? No, I understand that. Um, that it's pretty much, it's basically what I told boyfriend. Grab it yeah. like you own it. There are some people who like to be handled as if they are owned. Yes. Slaves. But if you talk about it before it oh, absolutely. happens. Absolutely. Yes. Um, that's a big thing with anything sexual. Consent. Talk I don't understand. It. I, I don't. I mean, like, if you're too shy to talk about it, then you shouldn't you're not, be doing yeah, it. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing it. If you cannot say, because that was first, first time ever in my life when boyfriend and I started getting physical, he flat said, you're clean, right? Like, he was like, I'm not trying to be a dick or anything. He was like, it's, it's just... It's do it, we need to do I need to wear a condom? And I went, no, I'm clean because I was I was like, and I'm assuming because you're asking that you two are also, you know what I mean? Like we had that conversation. Yeah. And actually going into the public situation again, when you you it, have to prove it, you have to prove it. You have to have a doctor's note. Um, There are some clubs that do not require their participants to don't go divulge yeah. their their uh status personally i do not i have never gone to one of those situations i've never I been a fan of that situation myself. I, that's not comfortable to me because i don't i don't want a sexually transmitted disease those i don't want anything yeah if i can't give it back i don't want it <laughs> <laughs> except the orgasms yeah um so yeah, that is another uh, another thing a lot of people need to think about. There is a lot more than just sex. And a lot of people don't realize that is that sex, yes, sex is sex, but there's different one there's different kinds of sex. There's different things that go into sex. There's- well, I mean like even if sex is just sex, it's not always just sex to the the partner. Yeah. So I mean like talk to your partner. You know what? Communication we'll leave- is key communication is key was literally the exact words that were going to come out of my mouth. Yeah. So please, please. That is the big thing. I 
I highly push that. I push that with everyone in my family who's come to me to ask me about sex or anything. Big thing was me. Talk. Communicate. Use your words because that's the only way. Sorry, we can't read each other's minds. I wish we could. Sometimes I really wish we could. Yeah. But I and I think that's a good place to go ahead and stop for the week. Um, Communicate, I, please. Yes. If and you guys have questions. Practice sex safely. Yeah. I mean, like you can do everything from waterboarding and blood play to hot wax to whips and chains to missionary position and be in a dangerous situation or it can be a safe situation practice safety safe please practice safely safety and communication are the two biggest things that could make your sex life go from to oh my fucking god i can't (laughs) and consent consent is the number one thing here because i mean like eventually it will come out as far as wants dis or yeah wants unlikes dislikes everything will come out eventually but consent secure consent and please enjoy your valentine's day so tiffany thank you because i know a lot of people this is a a difficult this is a difficult conversation to have i had a hard time getting started but well it's always a little awkward like the first five minutes or so when you're talking about such an intimate topic but keep in mind that if you are looking to spice things up talk to your partner for this valentine's day please remember that you should be treating your significant other like royalty on a regular basis anyway or at least how they want to be treated like if if they're not digging being worshipped ever then don't worship them and ask them what they want from you and honesty honesty is a big thing here but tiffany thank you so much for having this conversation with me and i really appreciate you participating in the podcast guys see you next week